0: All right, fresh-faced, ready to answer some questions. Welcome to Mailbag Episode
1: 2!
2: We're mailing it in! Or you're mailing it in.
1: Mail the mail. We're gonna ship it. <laughs> I got a story. Okay. My grandmother, Grandma B, Yeah, lovely woman. Great woman. The late Grandma B, my Jewish grandmother who lived in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. She was probably like early 90s. We had visited with her. And then right before she shut her door in, in our face, we're, we're leaving her apartment in Brooklyn. Right before she shut the door in our face, she got real tired because it was like we had had lunch. And then she goes, mail the mail, and then shuts the door. What does that mean? I should have mentioned there was something that she needed us to mail for her.
2: You definitely should have mentioned that.
1: But anyway, she goes, <laughs> mail the mail. And I just thought, like, what if that was her last words that I ever heard her speak? Wow. Mail the Mail. And I actually even thought that that could be the name of our mailbag series, Mail the Mail. And then I thought, no one will think it's that funny except me.
2: You guys, I didn't even mention this when we got on, but if you notice, I have kind of a weird unhinged energy today. It's because I spent the last few hours animating a goose flying. (laughs) That
0: is so weird. I was doing the same thing.
2: I had a feeling you were. I've just been obsessed. It's hard. that has gotta it's an be hard. a goose. I just love the word goose. A goose.
1: You don't seem unhinged. You seem like, but I guess you do have a look in your eye. You seem hinged, bro. You seem hinged.
2: Okay, great. I don't know. Maybe I'm normal. You seem locked in. Okay, right.
1: You got lovely disheveled
2: locks. No, I feel like, I, I guess I just feel like I live in the computer. We do. I'm a computer.
1: This is the Matrix.
2: Stop all the downloading. Try uploading for a change. <laughs> yeah.
1: So since you both have asked me, um, I'm thinking of calling our mailbag series "Mail the Mail," maybe "The Sunday Mail," which some people know is the name of our band in college. Yeah. Or "Mailbox the Ghost," which it'll probably be. It's probably going to be "Mailbox the Ghost."
2: Should be called the Sunday Mail. The Sunday Mail does make sense.
1: The Sunday Mail makes sense, but what about the people who don't know what that is? What about the Sunday Mail
0: colon Mail the Mail jukebox Ghost? mailbag episode. Jesse you this down? Goose, part two. Part two. You Get that? I love it. Let's get into it. Let's see if people like that. They love it. Oh, they love it. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. Wow. Well, okay. That's the title.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Timmy Honches and the Gristle Whistle.
2: I want to thank you all for asking such stupid questions. I got low standards, so here's your stupid, stupid answers. Let's open the mail. Okay, should we jump in? <laughs> I, I, I got a nice question uh, ready to go. Okay, go. Okay, Marsha. Marsha has sent us a few questions, but but, but the, the question I that. I thought was the most interesting to talk about. <laughs> take a, take a <laughs> breath. Take a breath. Me? He's unhinged. Oh, am I unhinged? <laughs> He's yeah. hinged, man. He's hinged. Tommy's all hinged. This boy is hinged. I didn't even notice. Damn. Uh, mail the
1: to mail, Tommy. Come on. Yeah, Sunday
2: mail. I just. I also just. I just ate some corn nuts. Just, part two. Are, I just feel weird. Okay, so uh, the question is from Marsha. Who controls the radio on tour?
1: God. <laughs> I'm gonna give a tame answer. It's the, it's whoever's driving. They're asking who who picks what we listen to, and if you're driving, you pick.
2: It's true. You're if if you're doing a if you're doing a shift, you, you're in control.
1: Or are they
0: asking if you're driving, who's in charge of the radio?
2: <laughs> oh, that's clear <Claire> channel. <laughs> like
0: we are, yeah. Like when we're not driving, we're we got it. You know, we're we're running the thing.
2: That's a riddle.
1: That's one yeah. of those asshole. Excuse me. That's like. You know, you go, oh, no, whoever's driving, actually, you're not really in control. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we yeah. are hinged
2: tonight. We're super hinged. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the other thing is, I feel like people should know, we don't actually drive around on tour listening to music, generally.
1: Correct. But we used to.
2: We used to, and it was a this major source of contention. Yeah. And thank God for podcasts, is, is all I'll say, because I think that took... The music conversation off the table. Everyone can kind of accept this yeah. constant uh, ambient conversation of some podcast you don't care about, but there is something to like having to listen to a song you don't want to, especially when you're being pummeled by music as your day job or night job. Yeah, yeah. So we don't listen to a lot of music in the van, and um, I'm kind of I'm kind of into it. These also, days. Thank,
0: I'd like to also make a make a pitch to say thanks for noise canceling headphones because that plus podcast has made life more um separated. For sure, for sure. Also, I'd like to thank Tommy for not listening to as much deerhoof anymore. Yeah. Like cuz I really like <laughs> deerhoof, but I don't like all day deerhoof and I don't like all van deerhoof. I need I need a choice of deerhoof.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean these days I do I have put on a fair amount of um <laughs> actually the podcast that <laughs> This is funny to me. Maybe this would be funny to someone else. I got really into a podcast on our spring tour called Guess the Year. And it's a it's a it's a, a a podcast where deadheads call in and compete and they play you a snippet of a jam and you have to identify what year the jam came from. And uh I discovered that I'm pretty good at it, so I kind of want to call in and and see if I can if I can be a contestant on Guess the Year.
0: You should. We should collaborate. I should, I want to. I want to try.
2: <laughs> I I, I mean, you could do. better than most, honestly, because you know what instruments like might have sounded like through in different decades, which is kind of the starting place.
0: That's true. Yeah. It's like for me, it's just like: is it Bruce Bruce Hornsby or isn't it Bruce Hornsby? Yeah. And who is Bruce Hornsby? <laughs> I love that podcast. <laughs> the podcast "Who Is Bruce Hornsby"? Yeah. A ten-part series where we figure out who is Bruce Hornsby and does he control the radio? All right, next question.
2: Next question is from Clicked. Click asks, Are you guys going to put more sheet music up on your site? I would love to be able to play songs from Cheers or Everything Under the Sun.
0: Yeah, we really should. I it's we need to figure out how to outsource this or I just gotta do it. I really I I meant to do it on the last tour and then it just like it didn't happen. Um I just need to play the songs in
1: uh and have someone else put it together.
0: Yeah, we're going to. I I don't know. Maybe you know, we're we're figuring this out. It's just time-consuming.
1: Yeah, you were doing this. So to be clear, so you've you've now probably alluded to the fact that you this is something that you do personally yeah. is scored yeah. out. Yeah, and it's time-consuming, and there's a ton of songs, and there sounds like there's interest.
0: There is. I mean, look, we have we have the uh, like five songs from Let Live and Let Ghost that I did years ago on on the road, and then I did a handful of others recently, and I can't remember what they are. All of a sudden, maybe Everybody's Lonely, maybe. I think there's a tommy tune i can't remember what's on the website a couple are on the website um and it's just it's just it's just hours in the van that i usually do it on tour and i I didn't get to it this time i try to add some every tour
2: getting older would be pretty easy you should put that one out yeah it would actually (laughs) it's just a bubble blank sheet
0: yeah it's like just make some shit up in the key of g (laughs) go play bass go play bass learn
2: something (laughs) ask bruce bruce
0: um, yeah, no, we're going to, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the best way to get that done is the truth.
2: Well, maybe we should actually ask at this moment because boy, if you know somebody who wants to help with that project, well, I mean, we were, we're looking to, I guess, hire somebody, right?
0: Yeah. I would definitely collaborate with someone on doing the sheet music. It's just, you'd have to, you gotta know how to play piano. Gotta be able to read music. <laughs> gotta be able to write music.
1: Um,
0: no, but you know, maybe there's a way to collaborate and get, cause I, you know, it's the, the piano is pretty particular.
1: Particularly stupid.
2: Oh! Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Next question <laughs> is from uh, Michaelina Merriman. Sorry, I
0: just tried. Oh. I tried to do a transition sound, and it didn't. That's why I did that awkward pause because I meant to go like this, <laughs> but it did, nothing happened. So I just stood there quietly. I didn't with a weird look on my face. Don't edit any do, of that Do it again. Out. Do, it again. Okay, so do it again.
1: Okay. So Jesse, you said yeah, yeah. particularly stupid. Oh!
0: Time has passed. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Uh,
2: okay. Okay. Next question is from Michalina Merriman, and I thought this was a good question because we actually all do have answers for this. What is the most per- per- peculiar music-related injury that you've had? I think like we've all had touring and music entries.
0: I'll I'll do mine. This is pretty solid. I this is definitely music-related. We were in, I want to say Holyoke Mass at at uh, like the 3A Art Center or something, um, and. I was, like, on the other side of a cold, and, and, and I get, like, it always goes to my chest. I've always got a cough, because apparently I have bronchite. I have uh, asthma, and I didn't know that at the time. And I was, I try to cough without, you know, going through the throat, which, like, instead of, like, a, <clears throat> which is through the throat, it's, like, more of a, <clears throat> like, that sound, clearing my chest. I was going to town on stage, and, and before the show, I had, I had eaten a bunch of raw garlic, because I like to do that on tour, to, you know, cleanse the body. And drinking, uh, you know, apple cider vinegar and doing all that stuff. Anyway, I I, I bent over and I went <laughs> so hard, and a super sharp pain happened like right in the center of my stomach, like right right around my belly button. And I was like, motherfucker, like what is this? It hurts so bad. And so I did the whole set, and every time like leaning over, it like hurts, and everything. It's like really really painful, Um, and it stays painful after the show. And we tidy and we're cleaning, and I'm like li- lifting amps, and it fucking hurts, and. I was like, you know what? I think like a piece of garlic got like lodged in my stomach. So like, let's go to Taco Bell. Like I really want to go to Taco Bell and maybe that'll like, like push the garlic through. <laughs> so we go to Taco Bell after <laughs> yeah. the set, like eat a shit. There's like, you know, so many, so many soft tacos. And and then I, you know, we get, we're getting out of the van. I remember this so distinctly. And I, I lifted my arms up and like, it hurts to lift my arms. And Tommy, you were like, bro, I think you have a hernia. And I was like, "Oh!" And I had popped a hernia right above my belly button, <laughs> coughing. It wasn't garlic. It wasn't Taco Bell. And um, so yeah, I gave myself a hernia on stage in Massachusetts. And so that's the <laughs> most peculiar music-related injury. And then about 5:30 in the morning, after like um, you know webMDing all the ways you can die from a hernia and freaking the fuck out, I I uh, called Jesse and he took me to the ER. And this very nice doctor uh, put me up at an angle and spent half an hour talking to me and pushed it back in.
2: That was a nice
1: doctor. Ben, you know what I love about this story? Good doctor. What? I love everything about this story.
0: <laughs> okay, thanks.
1: Particularly the you suffering and in pain part.
0: Yeah, I know that's, that's, your, <laughs> brand of, that's your brand of humor and enjoyment. Also, you're a bad man.
1: Also, I like that talk about you could have told this story without... T-
2: Without Taco Bell, so true. Well, <laughs> and the listeners should know something about Ben, which is that he uh, he has a, a superstition that oh, I, I, actually, you know, it's just a it's just a reality for Ben. It's not a superstition. Stop. This is
0: reality. I live in reality. You live in uh,
2: where <laughs> you you actually do use uh, Taco Bell as like a healing salve. Like uh, you know, like <laughs> mm. when you're when you get a cold, you're like I should eat Taco Bell to feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good and. <laughs> and you have gastrointestinal pain you're like i should eat taco bell right
0: <laughs> you know it is, it is there is some some cognitive dissonance to trying to fill my body with garlic raw garlic and apple cider vinegar to cleanse toxins and then pushing it through with a shit ton of taco bell like i get that but it does it brings me and, and and i don't know why it never occurred to me that you know i should maybe be eating whole foods and and you know green juices instead but no i do love a taco bell And look, the story's not the same without the Taco Bell. I have nothing to hide. I'm proud of my Taco
1: (laughs) Bell. And Taco Bell is proud of me. She sure is.
2: Yeah, and uh, use promo code uh, (laughs) (laughs) YOKIROHERNIA2023 at checkout. 10% off your next, uh, you know... Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, whatever you're getting. Whatever cheesy thing you're getting. Have
0: a great time. I'm about to have you all answer this, but Kelly... And I just drove back from Brooklyn, and I'm in Louisville right now. And uh, on the way in, you know, we did a little pit stop in a Taco Bell because we're we're trash people. And I'd put in my order, and then right at the end, she was behind me. I didn't know it, and I was putting in my rewards number because I order Taco Bell, and I'm a member. And she was she was pretty aghast. <laughs> <laughs> she was a little shocked, and then she was proud of me, and she gave me a big smooch. Yeah,
2: that's just that's just being um, financially smart.
0: I don't, I don't even know if I get anything out of it. I just like being part of the club.
2: Hey, well, I, listen, you, we're we're all capitalizing on higher interest rates, and I'm sure that you're getting a better rate from Taco Bell. I
0: have, I have purchased so many tacos. Just to, I'm just holding them, and they're growing. Oh, yeah. Those Crunchyros Creams keep swelling. Help me over sometime. You call me, I'll call you, <laughs> but you gotta call me first. And Merriman. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> is that, Is that even this episode? I don't even know. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Merriman. <laughs> that's getting weird. Anyway, Jesse went to a park recently, thought about Tommy, and didn't think about me, and then said it. It's so true. As if I don't like parks. Can you? Can I get your music related injuries? Yeah, Tommy.
2: Well, I was a I was a big dumb dumb in my early twenties and uh, definitely yelled a lot at all the dive bars we were playing and you know d- did all the I don't know. I was just living like an early twenty something touring person life and uh, got vocal nodules. And that absolutely sucked I had to get surgery to have uh, my nodules removed and uh, yeah my voice was like super hoarse up and leading up till the surgery and then after that I kind of almost had like a little baby voice like it was it was normal but it was like there was something kind of like it was almost it became like almost too sweet like uh, it didn't have any of that any of that rasp and yeah uh, Yeah, it was like a long process. It was like psychologically also really difficult because it felt, you know, I felt like I wasn't sure if I was going to sing again. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to tour. I felt like, you know, speaking and singing was kind of painful and uh, it was a super annoying experience. So I would highly recommend taking care of your voice. If you are uh, uh, in a band and you're touring, do vocal warm ups. Don't bark and yell after the show at the merch table because I think that actually does more damage than than the singing. And yeah, try and try and sing from the right place. I think I grew up like a, you know a rock fan and being like a rock singer in a in a in a band in high school. Like I didn't come from a, a choir sort of a background, so I wasn't formally trained in any way. And I think there's maybe maybe it's better now, but I think in the nineties, early two thousands. It wasn't even cool to think of your voice as an instrument. It was just like whatever came out was like what you did, you know. So um, anyways, I didn't take it very seriously. I definitely like should have, but, you know, didn't have the didn't have the tools at that time. So grateful for them now and grateful for uh, Dr. Venu DV in Philadelphia who removed my nodule.
1: And you healed up beautifully. And you did. I must say. I did. Voice of an angel. Well, hello everybody.
0: This is Ben Thornwell from Famish. You just heard me talking earlier, seconds earlier on the podcast. This is an ad break, but it's unique because it's not MailChimp, which hasn't even paid me to make that joke, unfortunately. Uh, I'm here to let you know that tickets are on sale for Halloween 2023. Uh, if you don't know what that is, we do a full set of Jukebox the Ghost and then a set of music as Queen in full costume and character. And we are bringing the show to Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Austin, Carborough, and Baltimore, all in October. It's going to be great. Uh, Picture this voice with a mustache and a Freddie Mercury outfit and an absolutely impeccable English accent. If you are listening to this a- episode after October of 2023, the cities no longer apply to you, but I'm sure we're doing Halloween this year too, so go get those tickets as well. Also, we are launching the Jukebox the Ghost Patreon. Can you believe it? We have famous bonus episodes, content, Jukebox the Ghost Discord, early demos, videos, recordings, MP3s, all sorts of fun stuff. We're really excited to have that going. Um, so please go and check it out and join us there. Uh, regardless we really appreciate your support all of your five four and two star reviews and we are just super grateful for all of our listeners so without further ado here's some more famish i I gotta say i got i got in a fight with kelly and my mother-in-law jill this week because well i didn't tell kelly has covid this week uh jess i told tommy earlier yep i'm telling you now Jesse. She's fine. Sorry but, to hear that. Yeah. It's a thing that happens these days. But at the start of it, we were having a conversation. Before, I, I knew she had COVID, but she had a little cough, and, I, and, and it was painful. And I, I brought up anecdotally when after your, after your surgery, Tommy, your doctor said you're not allowed to cough for like two or three weeks, right? Am, am I wrong about that?
2: Oh, yeah. So, well, so specifically after the surgery, um, you're not allowed to talk or cough or laugh or anything for a month. And then after that, you can slowly start integrating like five minutes of talking like here and there. And then it's a three-month-long recovery.
0: So I was trying to say to them that you do not, when you have the urge to cough, you do not have to
2: cough. Oh, they hated that, I bet. They hated that. It's true. But
0: they're like, you're wrong. You're dumb. Like, why would you say that? And I get it. She has to, she's a little sick. She has to cough. Like, that's a bummer. I'm like you actually don't have to. It's just uncomfortable. And we just had this tour where both of us were sick and had a cough and we're like having to sing these like long notes where you feel like you have to cough and you're pushing through. And anyway, I just want I just want everyone to know that I'm right and they're wrong. <laughs> and Tommy said it and it's it's doctor approved <laughs> and I get I was being a bit of an asshole, but it is true.
2: It it is kind of crazy though because d- d- during that time I did get two colds because it was like the winter when I got surgery. And it is true that unless you are coughing phlegm, which, you know, that's like a productive cough, like a dry cough, if you just suppress your cough, the cough will go away. And that is how you get rid of a a dry long-term cough, which I know sounds insane. But that, the, the constant coughing makes it more dry and more raw, which creates more coughing. So if you suppress coughing for a day, even, it feels awful, but it, it does work.
1: Take it from us. We're doctors.
2: We're doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two box to yeah. doctors.
1: This episode officially is going to have a, a COVID advisory.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. there been a lot of COVID on our podcast lately. I had COVID last time. Yeah, yeah. there's
1: one of ours where I said, I don't know, I recommended that Ben just gets it before his honeymoon. Or something, yeah. But yeah, that has a little warning on the uh, on
2: Spotify. Oh, Jesse, yeah, what's up? You have an injury.
1: Yeah, I feel like this this question is like we could have a whole episode on this question alone. So you know, like Tommy, I, I did have a enduring overuse injury from playing countless shows, and then I'll speak for myself not having the right technique. So I had tendonitis, and it was bad, um, really bad. And I guess similarly, but I. This was happening in like 2007, eight, our first years of touring. I mean, I, yeah, I had this attitude of like, I assume at this pace, I will not be playing drums like much longer because it was, that's how awful it was. Kind of more of a tingling, but it was so, it was every show. It was mostly my fault. I mean, it was my fault, I should say. I was hitting the drums harder than I needed to. And, all these other things, uh, which I can say now I, I no longer do, but it was scary. You know, it was like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is sustainable, but like Tommy, that's gone. And I've learned from the past, but I want to say specifically on tour an injury, does Lyme disease count?
0: Yeah. I was about yeah. to say, this is the most <laughs> peculiar and you all are both doing, this is like, this is heavy all of a sudden. Yeah. I, okay. Can you, can you go to like the lemur or Lyme? Just something. Can we have some fun for God's sake? Okay. I
1: got Lyme disease. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> so we were on tour and I I remember Liz me saw a bullseye rash on me. Yeah. And this is also not funny, but luckily. <laughs> so our buddy in the uh, via audio, he saw, I had a bullseye rash on my arm. He took a photo and sent it. He said, you know, you might want to get this checked out. This could be Lyme disease. I did that. And it was, but I am very lucky that i caught it took antibiotics for a month you know look how i
2: turned out that is so lucky because you would not have looked for that on your own
1: it was like right here the stupid thing is i saw it and i just thought i slept like i because it was a it was a hot summer tour i thought it was maybe just like a heat rash from sleeping remember this was like when we were sleeping on yeah yeah we weren't sleeping in like nice hotels or anything so you know, who knows where I you know I probably slept on a couch, and I just thought you know red mark. They're all over my body.
2: Crazy.
0: If I had a dollar for every red mark on Jesse's body, I'd have like a hundred and twenty-three dollars. <laughs> I could spend days counting and admiring them all. The constellations of redness on Jesse's porcelain skin.
1: Okay, let's move on. Uh, my best non-tour injury is getting attacked by a lemur. But we're going to talk about that some other time.
0: Yeah, we're going to do the episode, the lemur episode.
2: Uh, that's, yeah, that's a full episode. Yeah, we got to wait on that. What do we got? Okay. Ace says Hi, guys. Question for Ben What was it like filming the Call Me Joe video? It haunts me.
0: Mm. <laughs> that was really weird. This is the height of, now we're really getting the warning, the lockdown. And I was, we, you know, we we're making, I, I, I don't know, all you could do is green screen at this point. And, uh, it was weird. Like I, I, I was in my parents' living room and I laid down the, the green screen on the on the floor and brought in a mic stand all the way to the ceiling and, and hovered over it. And then I just like laid on this floaty by myself, just going, whoa, you know, singing along to it. And then just got all this found footage and just tried to make it as dumb as possible and did that over and over and over again.
2: I love that video That's a great vid That's a great vid
0: All of a sudden I've made a couple videos
1: I'm a, pro, I'm a music producer
0: Oh yeah You did Jumpstarted too That one's great too Yeah I did jump started. Yeah I did Jumpstarted And I've done Call Me Joe I thought there's another uh,
2: Yeah Rain is a good thing Official video S- Official video <laughs> <laughs> Official video Somebody made he that He did the official Luke Ryan video For Rain <laughs> is a good thing Check <laughs> it out Okay <laughs> Did not make that S- So Steve 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 Spielberg. Spielberg. Steve
0: (laughs) Spielberg. (laughs) Spielberg.
2: Okay, Sonia Merton. Okay, Sonia. Sonia says, "Longtime fan." Love your solo work as well. My question is about how you approach converting some of your solo work to jukebox songs. Victoria and My Heart's the Same inspired this question, but I know there are others like Costume and How the World Began. Can you walk us through the thought process of taking those two from the Beauty of Absolutes and others and converting them into the versions that we know?
0: Yeah, it's there's a there's a couple ways to answer this because early days like Beauty of Absolutes I was I you know, we didn't when I made that and I was making that that we're talking 2000 and 5, 2006, you know, we hadn't recorded anything as a band yet. So I was recording stuff on my own, thinking one day we'll make a record, and I knew certain songs would want to be band stuff, but we just didn't, there was no mechanism in place. We didn't know what we were doing. And, and for a lot of those songs, you know, some songs I always knew would be jukebox tunes, like My Heart's the Same, I always knew that I, I wanted that to be for us. Some, you know, I'd write a song and then you guys would hear it and be like, that has to be a, we have to do that. And then that happens, then it becomes that song. One example for that is like Adulthood, which was originally part of, it was a five-song suite with Songbirds, which stayed a, a solo tune, but it's like Adulthood, Songbirds, and I Saw the World, a couple songs that don't really exist out in the world anymore, but you all heard that and convinced me not to soloify it and to put it on a
2: record, and, and no regrets there.
0: So, a lot, you know, it all depends. Some songs are meant for it, and some
1: songs
2: aren't. I I have a regret around that, though. What's that? I think we should have tried to record those that five song suite. Yeah, we probably should have. Yeah.
1: I don't recall the suite, but I remember nagging you about adulthood.
2: I remember songbirds and adulthood, and I saw the world. And what wo- um, I- Icarus I- 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 was Icarus part of it too?
0: Icarus was sort of tangentially part of it. Same, a similar key, similar energy, but it didn't. It wasn't really part of it. There was one other, but I can't remember how that went anymore
2: yeah food for thought you know yeah maybe give it a try yeah never too late never too late did you have anything else to add on that front or not really i mean
0: no i mean you you know how it is like we all bring songs to the table and and sometimes it's a surprise where it lands
1: i mean also like generally if a song is of the more upbeat catchy variety then it's like we naturally like kind of float it as a like should this be a band song like there's a certain type
0: yeah
2: yeah Totally. Yeah. If, if, you can, if you can move to it, it's a lot more likely to become a, a Jukebox the Ghost song. Yeah. And Sonia asked about how the world began. And that's a very funny one because so on my first solo record, uh, Another Century Wasted, there's a song called Starting Now that is basically like a fraternal twin of How the World Began. It's actually really weird. It's confusing for me to hear the old version now because I think of How the World Began as being the definitive one. But it's very strange. It's just sort of like I had recorded that song and, you know, genuinely finished it and then tried to reappraise it as like, what if it was a jukebox song? Because I really, I liked it and I thought there were parts of it that could work really well as a jukebox song. But yeah, that one's confusing because it is like two twin songs that are slightly different in ways that hurt my brain. That's cool. Marcus has a great question. Marcus asks, what's your favorite goo?
0: Marcus, Marcus, who are you, Marcus? Who are you and what are you doing right
2: now? (laughs) And actually, to be honest, I can't tell if I like accidentally deleted part of the question if that's their actual question. When I copy pasted it, but I want to I want to believe they asked what's what's your favorite goo. I mean
0: it's here, yeah, Tommy's been taking these emails from you know the, we please email us at FamishPod Yeah, yeah. Famouspod at gmail.com. Correct, yeah. No, let me say that again without a, a question. Please, nope. You can email us your questions at famouspod at gmail.com. <laughs> and it appears, because Tommy goes through and, and 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 copy and paste the questions onto this little document here. That Marcus has asked, out of context, (laughs) what's your favorite goo? Who wants to go
1: first? So, Jesse, I want you to go first, because I think you've got a long list of favorite goos. I I got this. It's fucking, it's cheese. But, like, almost, like, I want to say burnt. If it's burnt, it's no longer a goo. Wait, do you
2: mean, like, cheese whiz, or do you mean, like, a gooey brie?
1: No. Neither. Neither. Do you mean, like, hard cheddar?
0: Like a melted shop cheddar. Can we have a quick chat about what? Uh, or a moos
1: cheese could be a good answer. A what? A mozzarella. A mootz- <laughs> Mozzarella. A mozzarella. I panic when I'm asked any question, and so I just started <laughs> thinking about things I like and if they could be goo. Yeah, actually, it's a good question. It's a good answer because, but not all cheese is goo. No, but like so what? What cheese? It was funny. Is I don't even like the gooey cheeses, but if it, I like a melted, I don't love brie. Do you like a mousse, like a like a chocolate mousse? It's all right.
0: <laughs> I want that sound. Hey, hey, Susan. <laughs> hey, Su- Susan's our amazing editor. Can you take that sound that Jesse just made and play it five times, but at all higher volume? Thanks. And go. It's all right. <laughs> what is my favorite goo? Goo goo dolls. Oh, that's it. That's two goos.
1: Jesse, you should have said guda. <laughs> oh. But it's
0: not. But <laughs> it's not. But it's not.
1: I take my cheese seriously. But
2: it's not. <laughs>
1: no! I like a smoked Gouda that's like
2: hard. You're the Gouda man. You're my favorite Gouda man. The Gouda man.
1: They say it's for the Gouda man.
2: <laughs> they say it's for the Gouda man. Tommy, I'm struggling to come up with goos. What's your favorite goo? I, I have a favorite goo. I've got a goo. When we toured in Scandinavia, I remember getting, you know how like Scandinavians are into those weird, this is a weird answer. They have those toothpaste tubes of like smoked fish. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they like turn like smoked fish into like a toothpaste that you spread on crackers. Yeah. I get a weird hankering for that sometimes. I would say, and uh, you got to brush your teeth well afterwards, but I would say that's my favorite goo. Solid. That's
1: good. What else is edible
2: that's goo? It's not solid, actually. It's goo. All right.
0: When I was like 12, (laughs) we used to vacation at my grandfather's (laughs) place in Situate.
2: I can't wait. I'm already.
0: (laughs) That was a lot of you. And, And we, you know, I'm from Kentucky, and we would go to this little deli called Tedeschi's which for me, a deli was crazy. And I know Tedeshi's a chain, but I didn't know that at the time. I just thought there's this guy named Tedeshi who like had this, you know, little thing. And, and one summer, on only one summer, there was a candy that was green in the shape of a nose and it was called snot. And, and you would open up <laughs> open up the nostril of this and like suck out the goo. I remember that. I remember that. I've seen that. Really? Yeah. Which is like just pure sugar. And to this day, that is the most fun I've had with goo.
1: So I think what you're trying to say is that you like snot. I like snot, bro. I'm a snot, bro. What about the double? I mean, look, we could. What about the
0: double, Jesse? (laughs) What about Double Dare goo? What about the Double Goo? We got the Double Dare goo. We got the (laughs) Gak. Yeah, Gak. Yeah, Gak. Nice. I had a friend on Double Dare. What? Yeah. And they got pretty far, and we went to a McDonald's, which was so cool, and they hosted us. They survived. No, they died. But the family was there, and the friends (laughs) were there, and we all went to McDonald's and watched them on the telly. Wow. McDonald's, like, hosted it. Like, it was a McDonald's-sponsored event. And there was one of the, like, someone who had won it or a, or a host or something who looked so fucking miserable. It was probably some, like, 16-year-old who was, like, you know, part of Nickelodeon who's being sent around.
2: Anyhow goo use promo code jukebox goo 2023 at mcdonald's
0: goo goo dollar bills y'all these are fun let's do another let's do another one should we
2: should we should we end with uh one more here or yeah
0: really okay. i feel like that's a good spot to go let's let's move on to the pod that's a goo spot to end where else are we gonna go i look come to our patreon send us more questions Check out our Patreon. We're going to do the rest of this episode there, and I'm going to drop something, a bit of information that's goo-related. I realize that's gross, and I shouldn't say I'm going to drop something goo-related, but <laughs> I'm going to say something <laughs> of high value and of interest about the goo question. So please like and subscribe. That's important. You know, give us a comment. Give us those a two-to-five-star rating if you like it. Yeah. If you don't, just don't. What's don't, your
2: favorite goo? Tell us what your favorite goo yeah, is. Yeah, right.
0: What's your favorite goo to famishpod at gmail.com?
1: And everybody say, What a goo. That's really, that's really
2: strong. That's very goo. <laughs> it's good.
1: It's <Yeah. laughs> goo. Yeah. That's good. Should we all say goodbye? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: One, two, three. <laughs> goodbye. Say <laughs> it.
0: Pretty soon I'm going to be famous. A little more famous than you Certain people will greet my name With a proud and mighty And one glorious day My songs will be played And an airport chillies too Why yes, I'm gonna be famous You can be famous too